Please remember that information and advice provided on this podcast is based off my personal experiences as a young girl with ADHD. Although I do analyze, mention, and cite valid peer-reviewed sources, my podcast is not a replacement for professional medical advice. If you have concerns or questions regarding your own amazing brain and mental health, please talk to a medical provider. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which I speak to my listeners today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. I also pay my respects to their elders, past and present. I'd also like to acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Lucy Pod. I hope that you are all doing well and staying safe. I have recovered from COVID. Um, It's been two weeks. I tested negative. I'm out of isolation. I'm back at work. I'm back at the consulate. And I'm out and about seeing friends. And it's good to be back in the world. It's really, really good to be back to normal after being cooped up in my room for so long. And I'm really thankful for the fact that I'm feeling great and that I was able to recover so quickly and so well. Uh, There's no long COVID, no long lasting issues or any sort of trauma from being cooped up. And that that's great. So today's episode is going to be about Henrietta Hubble from The New Worst Witch, an ADHD coded character. We're going to briefly chat about the show, its context and why I think Henrietta Hubble is ADHD. And if she's a good representation of ADHD, Does she do ADHD in young girls justice? But before I get into that, I just want to remind you that you should follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The Lucy Pod. And you should follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Do not forget to give me five stars on Apple, likes on Amazon, and Google at The Lucy Pod. Your love and feedback is appreciated. I also wanted to announce that I think I have found a title for this new series and it is going to be ADHD Decoded, Decoding ADHD Characters. I like that title. You guys might hate it, but I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that title. I really, really love it. So we're going to talk about this TV show and we're also going to delve into sort of my experience with schooling. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, but how... I see myself a lot in Henrietta Hubble and what it's like to be a girl with ADHD at school. So let us talk about this magical show and no pun intended. So The Newest Witch, it's a British uh, television series based on the Jill Murphy novels, The Newest Witch. Um, And it's about a group of young witches at a witch academy. And it ran for two series from 2005 to 2007. And this series was a spin-off from the Worst Witch TV series that ran from 1998 to 2001. So it's quite old. Um, The series followed Henrietta Hubble, Hetty Hubble, Mildred's younger cousin, through her years at Cackles Academy. Mildred is seen in the first episode accompanying her cousin to Cackles Academy before magically returning home. Hetty quickly becomes friends with Mona Hallow, Ethel's younger sister, and Crescent Moon Winterchild. I love this show. I love the names. It's so nostalgic for me. The new enemy of Cackles is 
filled by Belladonna Bindweed and the sidekick is filled by uh, Cynthia Horrocks. Miss Hardbroom and Miss Cackle return and are joined by new members of staff, Caspian Bloom, Miss Swoop and Miss Widget slash Miss Nightingale. The show is beautiful. Uh, I don't know if you can watch it online because I'm an OG and I've got it on DVD, but if I can find it online, I will definitely link it in the description. It is such a joy to watch. I don't care how old you are, you should be able to watch children's TV shows because children's TV show from now, I'm not really au fait with and I'm not really into, but from back in the day, like circa 2001 to 2012, were absolutely sublime. They were just gorgeous. Anyway, let's talk about Hetty Hubble. So a brief summary of Hetty Hubble. She's the younger cousin of Mildred Hubble and she's the main character of the series and is very similar in attitude and personality to our friend Mildred. She makes friends with, like I said, Mona Hallow and her friend Cressy. And she's sort of friends with this other character, Cordillus Mustaseed, who is another form of ADHD that we might talk about later. Um, and she's enemies with, you know, Belladonna and all of that. And she's played by the beautiful Alice Connor. So the f- summary kind of fails to mention that Hetty is the typical naughty girl. She's not mean. She's not a bully. She's not rude. She's just cheeky. She's constantly getting herself into trouble when trying to help. She's clumsy, struggles in potion class, falls asleep, is forgetful, impulsive, and loud. She's the typical awkward slash silly friend in a sitcom. She's also incredibly warm, friendly, bright, and creative, but she's always getting into trouble. Mrs. Hardroom, and the name should tell you a lot about this character, is constantly calling Hetty trouble, double trouble, insolent, distracted, and many more ADHD-related adjectives. I I truly, truly believe in my heart and soul that she's ADHD. And if I had the energy, I would honestly do an entire video analysis on YouTube about her so I can prove to you even more that she's ADHD. Because although I can describe all of the moments and examples that show she's ADHD, um, to see her in action is proof of how ADHD her character is and how ADHD coded she is. Say that I'm reading too much into it. Say it's only because I'm ADHD and I wanted it to be true, but I'm willing to die on that hill that Henrietta Hubble is ADHD. So let's talk about the first example as to why I think that my girl Hetty is ADHD. In the first episode, it actually points to the fact that Hetty really struggles with her motor skills. She's expected to fly to her new school on a broomstick, obviously, and be like the other girls and be able to fly gracefully and do her part in, you know, attending the school. But of course, being ADHD, she's very clumsy. So instead of maybe like taking her time to fly or asking for help, she tries to make her broom go faster without thinking of the consequences that lie ahead. And that really shows her impulsive nature. And it ends up with her landing in a bin and obviously too late to just show up. And she bumps into her future friend, Mona Hallow, on the way and embroils her as well and damages her broom, almost gets her injured, possibly killed. And it's already really messy to begin with. But you can see that she doesn't do it on purpose. She didn't make her broom accelerate to hurt anybody. It was just a quick fix um, and she did not think beforehand. She thought, I'm just going to zoom in, not think that I could land in a bin, injure someone else, be late. She just went in for it. She was all in. And that's a very common thing with people with ADHD. 
we have terrible motor skills. Some of us don't, um, but a lot of us do. Um, it's just a very, very common thread I've seen with ADHD is that if we're like not good at one, th if we're good at one thing, something suffers in the area of motor skills. So like a lot of ADHDs are amazing dancers and singers and can dance and have rhythm. But then when it's like, oh, I have to write something like my handwriting, it's appalling or having to cut things, having to sew, having to ride bikes. Like it's a very, very clumsy thing. And I immediately related to Hedy on that level, watching her thinking, oh my God, like that's me. That's me. If I had a broomstick, which duh, I do, I would be clumsy as well. Um, anyway, the next thing that shows that Hetty is ADHD is that she struggles in potions class. And for me, I think a potions class is the equivalent of chemistry slash physics class. Like in high school, it's the one subject that I and many ADHDs struggled with because a lot of people with ADHD have dyscalculia and deeply struggle with mathematics remembering remembering formulas and and sort of methods and those method and analytical subjects are usually the ones that ADHDs will consider the nightmare one the one that they fall asleep in the one where things literally blow up in their face so for me that is what potions class is to Henrietta and Henrietta is constantly having things blow up in her face, metaphorically and, and literally. Um, she's constantly getting told off by Miss Hardbroom, who considers her to be distracted and naughty and just not trying hard enough. And although I love Mrs. Hardbroom's character and I've really grown to love her, she's so tough on Henrietta, which, you know, shows a lot of the way in which teachers treat people with ADHD. Um, she views Hetty as this bossy, annoying girl, whereas when other wizards have come to visit Cackles Academy, she views them as charming and exuberant young men. But when it's Henrietta who's falling asleep in class or being too loud, it's she's not being proper. Um, she's, you know, being mischievous. Where I just, I just think that Hetty is a cheeky creature and who doesn't like potions class. Like you can see her in the show. She's either not understanding, daydreaming, and when she tries to understand and tries to give it a go, it's a disaster and everyone around her is getting it and she just can't. And you've got her friend, Mona Hallow, who I don't want to like make other assumptions, but I think she's autistic coded. But anyway, and she's really on the ball and she just says to Hetty like, just give it a go, Hetty. Like, write it down like this. And she'll write down formulas and, and speak to her in code, in this sort of garbled mathematic code. And you can see Hetty going, I don't understand. I, I, I truly don't get this. I can't compute. And everyone else thinks it should come naturally and you should just get maths. But a lot of ADHDs don't. Maths for people with ADHD is not something that they can just get. It's not something that they can just understand. It's something that requires a lot of energy, focus, and practice. Going back to Hetty. So Hetty really struggles in class. And I think that like in Miss Hardroom's eyes, she is, Hetty should be this austere, quiet woman. And that Hetty should demonstrate a really sort of like demure form of womanhood. Um despite being the complete opposite and this sort of pressure and sort of insistence of Miss Hardbroom 
really gets Henrietta down and she finds school really rigid and she finds it too difficult and she doesn't cope well with the strict rules, the hours in the day. Um, she's constantly complaining to her friends and finds it really hard to keep up. Um, you know, she doesn't know when certain classes are. She struggles with, you know, finding where classes are, when, what books to bring, what potions to bring. And she just is constantly overwhelmed by things that most people would adjust to. So in episode three called Rules, 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 Hetty decides to start a petition to change all of the rules at Cackles Academy. Uh, A lot of people with ADHD, when they're at school and there's a lot of sort of ancient and archaic rules, it can be really hard for ADHDers to like stay in their seat stare at a board all day and have non-stop hours um, just going on throughout the day learning with only two breaks. They need more breaks. We need to be able to get up and move around and it can be really difficult. And sometimes we don't, we don't want that. We don't want rules, but we also need to realize that routines and rules are good. And this is what Miss Cackle tries to treat teach Henrietta. So, Miss Cackle allows for one day for the school to not abide by any of the rules and to abide by Henrietta, um, Henrietta's new rules. And they're basically, you can do what you want. There are no rules. You can eat what you want. Um, you can uh, go to whatever classes you want. You can bring whatever you want. You can have whatever familiar you want. It's basically, it's going to be my world and we're going to have fun and we're going to just do whatever. It's going to be a child's playground. And obviously being a moral lesson and a kid's TV show, it shows that in order for things to function and for things to run smoothly, there needs to be some sort of routine. And yes, while Miss Cackle's Academy should be less rigid and more ADHD friendly, it shouldn't be complete anarchy and chaos. And uh, Hedy uh, learns this sort of the hard way because everything starts to become muddled. She can't even keep up. She thought she couldn't keep up with uh, the new, the current rules or with the new rules, it's even worse. And she sees this complete chaos. She becomes overwhelmed, upset, stressed out, and she begs Miss Cackle for things to go back to normal, but kind of says, could we make it less strict? Like maybe we have less classes, maybe we have less this. And being the progressive, amazing TV show it is, Miss Cackle kindly obliges. So this show was really, really ahead of its time. But we'll talk about that um, afterwards. So now I want to talk more about Hetty and how emotional she is. Hetty feels really deeply. And I don't like saying this because I think every human feels deeply (laughs) and is capable of experiencing a broad range of emotions and experiencing them either very deeply or just being completely apathetic however people with ADHD are known to go from one extreme to the other due to their you know impulsivity and lack of control so when they snap they truly snap and it takes them such a long time to come back down and realize what's happened and that's the same way when they feel joy elation euphoria and when it comes back down there's almost it's almost blasted away they don't know what's hit them. And we see this a lot um, with the way in which Hetty bonds with her friends. So Hetty has a really, really beautiful and deep platonic relationship and love for her friends. And I think this show 
um, illustrates female friendship really beautifully and in a really healthy way that's not childish, but it's not too like mature to the point where it's not got a good balance. It shows female friendship in a really gorgeous um, way. And the way in which Hetty sort of bonds with her friends, it's that sort of we're either in it or they're not. So there's no in between. So when Hetty gives it her all, she gives it her all. And that sometimes costs her energy, her mental health. And, you know, when she's not in the mood, she's she's not in the mood. But Hetty really gives it her all. She's involved in everything, in all parts of school life. Um, and she's involved in her friend's life. Even if she's not good at something or she doesn't understand something about her friends, she is there, you know, guns are blazing, excited to be there for them. And she's the exuberant out there girl that everyone would want to have as a friend. Um, whenever her friends say, oh, I am feeling sad about this, instead of like maybe just waiting to see if the friend wants advice or help, Hetty immediately jumps into helping and gives it her all even if it's meddling or it's not wanted or it could get her into trouble Hetty is there and I think that we don't see that enough in ADHDers ADHDers are constantly labeled as the annoying friend the one who doesn't know their place when in reality ADHDers are just trying to help and that if you express, you know, not wanting something clearly and kindly, we will follow suit because we don't want to upset you. ADHDs want nothing more than to socialize and be friends with people. Um, of course, there are some shy ADHDs. There are some who don't want to have any friends. But I think it's safe to say that everybody likes to have friends. And I think that young girls with ADHD um, should be should be embraced a little more and not made to feel like they're bossy pains in the ass um, and that they can actually make really beautiful friends. Although I'm talking about the TV series and the sequel to The Worst Witch, it's actually also suspected that The Worst Witch, the original TV show and book um, that with the cousin Mildred Hubble is also ADHD. And I found an interesting article from Katie Welsh on Book Riot entitled um, On Miss Cackle's Academy, uh, for which she talks about um, her first literary crush and her joy of reading The New West Witch. And she basically describes Mildred as a broken broomstick trailing with a bootlace and a tabby cat girl, a walking disaster, thanks to poor spatial awareness and a constant tendency to daydream rather than concentrating on her work. She described Cackles Academy as this sort of dark convent school, a place that stifles ADHD creativity. But she went in a lot deeper about another novel. Um, but it's just interesting to see that link between the two characters. Like, not only is Hedy's cousin ADHD, she's also ADHD. Like, it just, it runs in the family, which is very common for ADHD and autism, by the way. Like, a lot of people go, I wonder where I got it from. And it's like, take a look at your mum or dad, and you will be able to see that one of them is, um, is ADHD. I also think it's really interesting that people have gone on to write fan fiction about this show, um, where they actually make Mildred and Hetty Hubble, um, like ADHD, like they explicitly state that they're ADHD and have them be on Ritalin. I find that really creative and endearing and I would love to read more of those. So if you're interested in writing fan fiction and you know the TV show I'm talking about, write some more and make them ADHD. That would be delightful. I would love that. Um, so now the question is, 
was um, is Henrietta Hubble a positive representation of ADHD in young girls? And obviously, yes, 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 yes. Not only is this show quite ahead of its time um, in the way in which it has gorgeous representation of all types of women, all types of presentations of women. There's androgynous witches in the show. Um, there's really, really femme witches. There's really mask witches. There's um, the main character, Henrietta Hubble. She's um, Asian. Um, there's beautiful black witches, mixed witches. It's it's such a gorgeous show and it's done, I don't know how they've done it, but they've just done it well. They've done this show well. Um, it's really gorgeous. And I think the way in which Hetty is represented is very, very beautiful. I don't think it's done in a way that's comical to the point that it's offensive or ridiculing. And I don't think it's done to the point where it's sad and depressing. It's a healthy medium. It shows a young woman with ADHD who's just trying to make it in the world, who's got a lot of spunk, a lot of creativity, has friends and is incredibly intelligent. And I think that's very beautiful because a lot of the time girls with ADHD are either hyperactive and annoying or daydreaming and stupid. You never get an in-between. And I find that really sad because for young girls watching these TV shows, navigating the world, they need to see people in TV that look like them. They need to see themselves in TV show characters. And it's really funny because... When I was younger, I had a lot of people tell me, oh my God, you're just like Hetty, you're just like Hetty. And I used to be really complimented by that. I really enjoyed that compared to other characters that they would compare me to where it was like, oh, you remind me of SpongeBob. And it's like, yeah, the most annoying and unlikable character or Patrick from SpongeBob, like, thanks. So I'm dopey, dumb and annoying. But when people would say, you remind me of Hetty, it used to make me light up because I thought, oh my God, I am like Hetty. I'm clumsy. I hate potions class. I don't know like where my shoes are. I don't know how to tie my laces, but I'm also a creative witch who has all these friends and who can like do tricks on her broomstick. Um, I think it's a very gorgeous representation. And I think that um, it teaches us that young girls with ADHD are going to present themselves in ways that are going to be challenging. I'm not saying that it's easy to have a girl with ADHD in class. And I'm not going to say that, you know, teachers don't have a hard time. But I think we need to cut girls with ADHD some slack because, like I said earlier, boys with ADHD and just boys in general are encouraged to be loud and exuberant. Even if they aren't doing well academically, if they're loud and good at sport, it's okay. Like they're rewarded. So even if let's say they're not doing well in class for whatever reason, whether it's related to their ADHD or them just not being interested, if they're loud and they're good on the sports field, it's like, hooray, like good on you. But for girls with ADHD, if they're loud and annoying and they're not doing well academically or in sport, it's punishment after punishment after punishment. And we rarely see their needs being accommodated, which I think is really disappointing. And like I've discussed in previous episodes, my experience in primary school with certain teachers, we won't name them, was 
was that of basically, you know what, Lucy, not only are you not good in this and that and you're terrible at math, you're also unlikable and you've got no friends. Um, and the reason you've got no friends is because of how annoying you are. And even though you're a talented writer, we can't bear you daydreaming in class and writing a book. We're going to make you sit by yourself. Like it's that sort of punitive Miss Hardbroom attitude um, and really sort of archaic. And I just, I wish it had been different, but that's the reason that I have the Lucy pod is that so I can make it different for everyone else because it wasn't for me, but I hope that in the future for other girls, they don't have to have this experience. Like I remember, I, like I've said before, I was not an insolent, naughty kid. I was a typical heady hubble. I was chatty, a little annoying and, and disruptive, but I was never cruel. I was never mean. And instead of being helped, I was made to see this really weird counselor. I don't even know if she was a counselor. I don't, I don't know who she was. I know her by name, but I don't know what her qualifications were. And I remember having to go into this room with her. It was really like, it was very like um, horror movie-esque. It was quite, it was very Babadook. Like quite, it was this dark room with like a coat rack in the background with like the Babadook lurking. And she basically interrogated me and asked me these very sort of pointed questions and came to the conclusion that I had a severe social disability and that I wouldn't be able to have normal relationships with other people and that I would struggle severely in life and that I probably wouldn't make it in high school. <laughs> and you've honestly got to laugh. You've really, you've, you've, you've really got to laugh at those things. You've got to laugh at the lack of inexperience and awareness that teachers have regarding ADHD. Because if you don't, you will cry and you'll say something that you regret. So honestly, I reckon the way in which we could revolutionize the classroom for girls with ADHD is to sit all the teachers down and make them watch the entire seasons of all of the episodes and seasons of The New Worst Witch, have them take notes, fall in love with Hetty, and thus fall in love with their ADHD students. <laughs> and then we'd be better off for it. What do you think? What do you think? Honestly, I, I would, I just think that that's the only, I feel like that's the only way. We need to start viewing girls with ADHD as endearing because otherwise what have we got left? What have we got left? No, I'm being a pessimist. I'm being I'm being nihilistic. I think that I think that the education system is changing and I think that primary schools and high schools are getting better at accommodating their heady hubbles and loving their Henrietta Hubbles. I think I keep saying that girls with ADHD are very magical. They have a strength, not only from being ADHD, but from being treated poorly. And I think that that makes them even more charming and even more willing and, and grit. And I think with Hedy, you see how much grit she has. Even if she's like, I suck at potions class, I'm going to make a potion. I don't care if it blows up in my face. I'm going to make that potion. Even if she's terrible at flying on a broomstick, she's like, I'm going to do tricks on that broomstick. And I think a lot of girls with ADHD demonstrate that. They think, look, my teacher doesn't like me. I don't have many friends, but oh my goodness, I'm going to go and try and make friends. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I think that's why the newest witch was a beautiful representation of girls with ADHD. So I encourage you all to go and watch it. 
Um, that might be difficult, but I'm going to try and find a link to put it in my bio. So if the link is in my bio, go ahead and watch this marvelous book. I'm also going to link some more resources about girls with ADHD below to encourage and inspire any female listeners um, that are listening, obviously. And I think that's where we're going to leave it. It was going to get negative. I was going to start judging my school, but I thought, you know what? Let's end on a positive note. This was a positive representation of ADHD. It did a gorgeous job of representing ADHD, especially in young women. And I hope that there are future TV shows like this that do so, that are actually planted in the real world. Because whilst New Witch, New West Witch was amazing, it was set in fantasy. It was set in, you know, with witches, which I think is beautiful. However, it would be beautiful to see a level of delicacy handled with ADHD in a show that's set in reality. It would just be absolutely wonderful. And honestly, if it doesn't happen, I probably will one day create a script and a, a screenplay um, about like a girl with ADHD. I will do that one day, but I'm hoping that someone else comes before me um, and that I can be a, an avid viewer of that show. So it would be beautiful to see that. If you have any TV show recommendations with ADHD characters or any books and fantasy books that have ADHD characters that aren't Percy Jackson, please, please share them in the comments on Facebook and Instagram, or you can send them as feedback on my website. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Lucy Pod. Do not forget to stream and follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, um, RSS.com, Google Podcasts, and to follow me at The Lucy Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time with a new episode with a special guest. I can't wait. I'll leave it at that. Bye! Thank you.